Hi everyone, welcome to Visayako's GMAT Preparation and Business School Admission Podcast. I'm your host Baskar. Today the topic that we're going to be looking at is if you choose to start your GMAT preparation in November, right? Can you catch admission cycles for the next year? If so, what do you need to do? And for whom does it make sense to start this preparation in November? Let's just break it in the first part as to for whom does it make sense? See, many of us wake up late. We would have just heard that one of our colleagues, one of our batchmates has got an interview call for ISB after having applied for the ISB first round application deadline. There's a kick that happens to us. I said, what did I miss out? Why did I not do it? Now can I catch it? There's an adrenaline rush and we want to do it. If that's the case, you still can manage to catch the next round of deadline for ISB and for quite a few schools for round two deadlines, especially when it comes to US business schools, you will be able to catch them meaningfully. Let's see what you need to do to get there. The second thing is, we may not have had a choice at all in life. You might be a person who's a marine engineer who's been sailing and you got a three-month break only in the first week of November with Diwali. Or you might have been furloughed from service after having been posted in the border. You might have been an armed services officer. So if that is the case, or you've been a techie who has had a back-breaking project for the last seven, eight months and the company has taken like kindness towards you and has given you a break for the next one, one and a half months. In any of these categories you fit in, but the first category, you basically can definitely kick ass and do a lot of good stuff to get into the preparation. If it's the second category, this is probably the best time that you can prepare because before you get back to services, before you get back to sailing, you need to complete your GMAT. So this number is a good time to get started with the GMAT preparation if you fall into one of these two categories. There's a third category of people for whom I'll definitely recommend. If you're in your final year of college, you just completed your pre-final semester, take your GMAT right now. Speak to anyone who has worked for even 15 days in a company, you'll realize how difficult it is to prepare for the GMAT when you're working than when you are in college. College is actually a holiday time, three years or four years or whatever it is. This last bit, after your penultimate semester, right, the fifth semester or the seventh semester or the ninth semester, depending upon whether you do a three, four, five year course, prepare for the GMAT, take a GMAT, have the GMAT score, it's valid for five years. You can apply for programs which are like deferred MBA programs. You can apply for MA and the multiple options that come to you. So for all three categories of people, I would definitely recommend that you start preparing for the GMAT. I'm going to focus this entire podcast in terms of a time. I'm going to provide you with a preparation plan. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to focus this preparation time plan, keeping in mind that someone should be able to take the GMAT by the end of December, 29th to 31st of December of the year, in which you're going to be writing the GMAT. I'm starting with a preparation window which starts with a November 10th. You could space it out if you have more time. For example, if your furlough gets over and you had to get your services only by the 31st of January, just expand it accordingly, right? So let's check out if you have to catch it for next year's admission cycle. Most of the admissions window, the application windows are going to be between the 5th of January to the 15th of January, many cases. And in some instances, it might get extended up till the end of end of January. So keeping this window in mind, I'm going to be looking at it, right? How much time do you need to prepare for the GMAT? If you're starting with an idea of taking the GMAT by the end of December, then be prepared to invest at least four to five hours a day. You can do it in two two-hour slots or in four one-hour slots initially in the month of November and find a way to get leave for most part of December, which is when you'll be able to do justice for your GMAT preparation if you start right now, right? I'm going to prepare, basically, take this preparation study plan into three parts. The first part is from the 10th of November to the 30th of November. This is the place where you focus on concepts and practice and you would need two into two hours, which is four hours. 
split two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening, find out what works for you or see if you can catch a four one hour block. I prefer four one hour blocks because you will not be able to concentrate for anything more than one hour in one go. And when I say four one hour block, keep some of these things very clearly in mind. Many of us do this mistake. We just go into, let's say, uh, we'll say that, hey, I'm going to be studying for the GMAT between seven and eight in the morning. At seven in the morning, we'll go, we'll just sip a cup of coffee and then we'll just start this and we'll quickly take a look at what WhatsApp messages you've got. It's 7.20 before you even look at what, whichever mode of preparation you're doing. It could be book, it could be online course, it could be anything. And then you'll say, Aaj kya right? It's like, Kaane mein kya hai kind of. You, don't, you ask that in a restaurant. You can't do that when you're preparing for a GMAT with less than 50, day in your, 50 days in your hand. So quickest thing to do is that if you're planning to start your preparation at seven in the morning, the last time when you prepared for the GMAT, right? let's say you closed your previous night's preparation at, let's say, 11 p.m. 11 p.m. to 11.15 p.m., you're going to be deciding, what am I going to be doing between 7 to 8? And as you end the 8 o'clock session today, you're going to be deciding, let's say the next preparation window for you is between 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Then between 11 and 12, what am I going to be doing is decided by you between 8 and 8.15 once you complete this one-hour session. So 4 into 1-hour session and 4 into 15-minute session to plan for the next one-hour session. During these 20, 21 days, November 10th to November 30th, work on concepts, work on practicing questions, adequate number of questions for the practice, uh, for these concepts. Break the concepts again very, very judiciously. We are managers, right? We need to do it in a more effective way. Do an ABC analysis of the concepts. Consider this as type A concepts. What you already know. Some of us are like phenomenally good in calculation. We know how to do percentages, profit loss, these kinds of questions effectively. If you are one such person, those are concepts which are already in your bag. You don't need to invest too much time. Just pick the material, run through the basics, invest probably an hour in it to get all the concepts out of the way. So there is no doubt in your mind, how is percentage profit computed? How is percentage increase computed? Right? You do not want to be saying right, it's increased divided by new value. You would want to say it's increased divided by original value times 100. That's how percentage profit or percentage increase is computed. Same for percentage profit. It's profit upon cost price times 100. It's not profit upon selling price upon 100. So you want to consolidate all of these tidbits. Make a note of it in a notebook, right? And again, one other thing, you might be going through an online course, you might be watching videos. This is a common rhetoric that I have when I tell people how to prepare. See, uh, it's like watching, uh, I'm from Chennai, right? It's like watching Superstar Rajinikanth's movie, right? Superstar Rajinikanth can do so many things on the movie sets, right? We will not be able to shake a little finger unless we moved it and did it ourselves, right? So watching it on a video is one thing. Putting pen to paper and writing it down and solving it yourself is a completely different cup of tea, right? If you knew everything about percentages, write it down on one sheet of paper in a notebook or on a loose paper which can be filed that these are all the seven things that I need to know when it comes to percentages, right? And then do just 10 to 20 questions because these are category A topics for you. You know percentages, you know profit loss, so you don't need to invest too much time in it. What you know very well, don't waste time on it. Consolidate, move on, right? So these are questions, these are topics for which you need to be spending not more than 20 questions, not more than two hours at best. That's all you should be spending. Figure out what those are. It could be in verbal, it could be in quant. I'm just taking quant as an example right now. Then comes the category B topic, right? These are, this is another typical ABC analysis. I am doing ABC analysis a little differently here, right? The B category topics are the ones where you're going to be investing the maximum amount of time. These are the important topics. These are the topics where your concepts are shaky. You're not sure how to go about it. These are topics such as number properties. These are topics such as inequalities. These are topics such as geometry. These are topics which are essentially word problems which are intense. And these are coordinate geometry questions. So these are places where you're going to be getting adequate number of questions. 
so you need to consolidate you need to get a good handle on it you need to know how to find the number of factors you need to find how the how to find the sum of factors of a given number all of these methods both the brute force method and the formula like method you need to have it handy and you need to know it as to what it is why is it when is it done not just the how to do it many of us say hey i know how to find out the factors of a quadratic equation right wonderful not factors roots of a quadratic equation but do you know what a root of a quadratic equation symbolizes what a quadratic equation looks like when you plot it on an xy plane these are the things that you need to know so the b category topics are the ones where you invest a lot of time these are topics for which if i have to give a thumb rule you need to practice with 50 to 100 questions right which is when you get the idea you see the variety and you consolidate it category c topics right i would go with again the pareto optimality rule it these are the topics where these are not quite often tested right the occasional functions question they are easy topics occasionally tested or topics that typically fox you many of us we have a problem with topics such as permutation combination and probability don't worry too much about it yeah. it's not worth it right uh, this is not a topic on which you should agonize too much you might at best at best get two to three questions from this topic and if you do reasonable justice to the core idea of it you might be able to get one or two out of those three right you may not get all three out of three right so that understand what your category c topics is you're working with a 50 day window you don't have 300 days to prepare for the gmat so you need to say a are in my bag i'm consolidating i'm quickly moving b are the ones which are important are shaky i need to get a good handle on it work on it invest adequate amount of time see are the ones you're going to say yeah, i'll do it in in the evening when i have like time between 6:30 and 7:30 when i'm watching an isl football match if you're a football fan or a epl match or another thing you basically just quickly run through it for half an hour and just see if you can add some more thing these are the bells and whistles that you add to your preparation these are not the core of your preparation so you need to be able to do all of this in these 21 day window we are talking about which is november 10th to november 30th right so get consolidated finish off all of this so on an average in any one hour sitting you should be budgeting to do about 20 to 25 questions and in another one hour session you should be able to basically do one hour concept it probably will be entwined between the two we'll be doing some concepts and 10 15 questions some concepts and 10 15 questions but the most important thing is you need to know what your next one hour is going to be in the 15 minutes after this one hour when you're completing the preparation part 2 of this preparation stems from december 1st december 15th this take leave figure out a way find out some excuse get a cousin who's like going to get married find out some grandfather who is to be taken care of by you get leave you need to invest a minimum of 6 hours a day break it into two parts right in these two parts which is going to be practicing 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 you basically going to be plowing in as much time into as many questions that you can practice i'm going to break this practice into two parts part 1 both of these are timed ones part 1 is basically to 70 odd questions the equivalent of one full gmat question there are 31 quant questions there are 36 verbal questions with 67 questions so i want you to do in one sitting 70 questions so that's going to take you roughly about 2 and 1/2 hours to do justice to it that's the kind of time window that you get there also right so you're going to take 2 and 1/2 hours pick topic test you'll say i'm going to be covering two topic tests each of 35 35 questions it could be 35 number property questions it could be 35 inequality questions it could be 35 sentence correction questions it could be 35 critical reasoning question choose what you want to do or you could basically do section test you can pick the, if you few by the official gmat guide right the official software lets you program it into multiple tests of your kind 
So you can say, I'm going to take 25 questions in a 35 question verbal test. I'm going to take a 35 question quant test. Pick what you want. I would initially suggest stick to the topic test in the first window, right? We're looking at a 15 day window, seven or eight days, do each of these tests, which are focused on one single concept that helps you consolidate GMAT level questions from that topic. The second half or the second, the last one third, basically do it as quant section, do it as verbal section, not as number properties questions. So you would need about two hours to two and a half hours to do the 70 questions. And then basically analyze it. Analyzing it is the most important thing. If you don't analyze it, you don't find out what went right, what went wrong, which of the questions you got it right because you did some puru janma punya, but you did not know the right way to go about it. Which of the questions you got it right for the right reason. And wherever you went wrong, check out what is the concept that you need to plug in? What mistake did you do? Is it that grand silly mistake where you read the question incorrectly? Make a note of all of it. See, the most important thing when it comes to preparation is journaling your preparation. Make a log of, this is a mistake I made. This is what I should not be doing. Before every test, be it a section test, chapter test, go through your journal of errors. Go through your error log. You'll know that you'll not repeat the same error. So more to the next part. I said you have to be spending two equivalent of two marks. The first one is this. The second part is basically pick 70 odd questions from the official guide. Start with the main book that's got about 1000 odd questions. Ideally, it should be 25 problem solving and 10 data sufficiency for the 35 questions for problem solving. And then do 12 each of SCCRRC each day. You can do it online, you can do it offline. Right? Pick some way to doing it. Spend again each, as in the 70 questions of OG should also take you the same two hours. So you're going to be taking two hours of test, analyzing it for about an hour, hour and a half of the chapter test part one. You're going to be doing 70 questions of OG test. This should actually take you not more than 90 minutes. The OG questions typically tend to be a lot easier. You'll find that you're able to ease it much faster, much, much faster. You'd probably need about 50, 55 minutes for the 35 questions in verbal. You might be able to do justice with about 40 minutes for the 35 questions when it comes to quant. You should be in that shape to be able to do it. So you're doing the equivalent of two marks in bits and pieces, right? You're sitting in one go for two hours, but you're not actually doing a mock. So this, look at it. If for 15 days, you're done 140 questions, that's 2,100 questions that you have practiced even without you realizing. It'll take you about six hours. So it's going to be two hour break analysis for one hour, two hour test break, and then analysis for one hour, right? So this is how you're going to be pacing December 1st to December 15th. You have close to 2,500 to 3,000 practiced questions up your bag right now in terms of your preparation bag. That's a lot. That's a lot. You, you do not know how valuable that is. The third part is basically between December 16th to December 28th. I'm taking 12 to 13 days window here, right? Odd numbered days. Basically, I want you to do OG question, official get question, not the original book. That book we have done, the big book we have done. You're going to get the verbal review and the quant review. They have 770 questions. So in these 13 days, the first seven, eight days, you're going to be solving 50 questions in quant, 50 questions in verbal. So that's 370 odd questions which are available in each of these books. In eight days, you should be able to complete it, right? So if you're going to be doing 50 questions, for 50 questions, you'll need two, two hours of each. So these 100 questions are going to take you about three to three and a half hours. It won't take you actually four hours because OG questions are again relatively easier. You'll be able to do justice to it. These are questions which are different from what is available in the main book. I want you to do those thousand questions and these 750 questions. That gives you 1750 plus real GMAT retired questions. There's no better material to prepare for it. And then I also want you to work on in the next part, right? We have 13 days in it. We've done only eight days. Next five days, buy the OG advanced guide. That's got 300, 700 plus level questions. 
those questions are gems they take a lot of time in fact i don't even want you to do those questions as timed test i want you to do five questions at a time understand it grasp it say that, hey when i'm scoring the 747 50 levels i am going to be thrown questions of this kind and let me do justice to that that's the idea we are looking at with this so we are looking at a 13 day window to invest exclusively about 3 to 3 and a half hours on the official guide this is a phase when you are going to be investing about 8 hours a day right so you need to analyze it not just solve it solve it you analyze it it takes as much time to analyze as to solve on the even number days we're going to be breaking it at this point we are at the decision point we are on the 16th of december take one full length mock test practice test take it from the mba.com the official website right after the first mock be objective if you have someone who can be objective who is not invested in the way you are invested in the gmat show the gmats go to that person or you could even get back to us right we would be more than happy to help you get in touch with us through 9500048484 ask for a strategy session at this point with your first mock gmat score one of us will come online we'll spend about 20 minutes to 30 minutes after you have sent your mock score to us analyzing and telling you where you are this is a decision point where you're going to check out that is your first mock gmat score within 100 points of the reaching distance of your target gmat score say your target gmat score is 740 if you're already in the 640 650 window it makes sense to invest time in further mocks and try and take the gmat between the 29th and 31st if your target gmat score is let's say 720 and you're right now at 570 i think grasping this 150 points is not going to be that easy so you might probably want to postpone your gmat so 16th or 17th of december is your decision point whether to go ahead with the gmat on 29th of december or to postpone it to december 31st if you are within that reaching distance if you are in the 100 point range of your desired gmat score then basically we said hey on the even number days work on the official guide gmat review and work on the advanced og on the odd number days i'm sorry right on the even number days basically work on mocks right take a full length mock the best place to find mocks are basically mba.com they got six mocks all of which are gems the scores that you get in the last two right are going to be the close reflections of what you're going to be getting on the actual test day right take those mocks spend 3 hours taking the mock it takes about 2 and 1/2 hours to take the mock take take those 8 minute breaks in between the sections do the ir section as well write the awa every time you write the mock right do not skip awa when you're taking the mock examination subsequently take a break and then analyze the test find out gaps that you need to fix into it go back to your book go back to your online course check out what needs to be done to basically make it effective right so here's a preparation plan which actually has worked for people who wanted to make it work to catch a round two deadline for us business schools starting with the second week of november but it's a tough ask it's not going to be easy you're talking about investing somewhere between 4 to 5 hours in the first leg and the second leg which is going to last about a month you're talking about investing about 6 hours a day so give or take you're investing close to in the 20 days about 90 hours and in the next 25 days you're investing 150 hours 250 hours is a meaningful gmat preparation on the other hand if you are a sailor if you are a marine engineer and you got time till january you can push this calendar a little bit you can take the initial window about 2 and 1/2 to 3 hours a day and stretch that november 30th to about december 10th you get about 10 10 days you can push each of these things so you can stretch it by another 10 days in each phase part a part 1 part 2 part 3 that you end up taking the gmat by january 31st 
If you're in your final year of college, do it with a January 31 deadline. Write the GMAT, have it handy. The scores are valid for five years. If you're sailing, if you're going back to forces, right? Go do the next iteration of work and then start applying with this GMAT score. It's valid for five years. In August, September of next year to catch the next cycle of admissions. If you already have adequate amount of experience, please wait for three to five years of experience. The score is still valid. If you take the GMAT, let's say in 2022, January, you can apply for an admission into an MBA business school that starts in August 2027. That's the beauty about the GMAT score validity. Hope this podcast has been useful to you. If you have any questions, if you have any doubts in what we have discussed here, just shoot us a mail. You can shoot us a mail to learn at visaco.com or send a WhatsApp message to us at 9500-48484. Many more podcasts in place. It's not just study plan. We're going to be adding it. Subscribe to this in your favorite podcast. It could be Spotify. It could be Apple Podcasts. It could be Google Podcasts. We're in all of these places. Stay in touch and best wishes for your GMAT preparation.